All right, welcome to Dean Bodie Show. Dan, 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 dan. Dean Bodie Show. How is everybody doing? We're gonna make it a great week. This is Monday. You know that already. This is the start of the week. You know that already too. So at the beginning of the week, which it is right now. Let's make it a good one. <laughs> so remember, deanbody.com is the website. Got the podcast link on there. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Um, you got the social link to take you over to the YouTube channel. It's D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I space show. That's Dean Bodie's YouTube channel. All the videos and all of the uh, previous episodes are on there. So enjoy. Sit back. Watch them all. Okay, and put it on rewind and watch them again. <laughs> anyway, don't forget to click a like button, hit the subscribe, um, leave a nice uh, five-star rating if you can, and a review on the podcast would be great. Um, you know, we're putting a lot of energy into this. We're bringing it to you daily. We're having a lot of fun. We're growing um, the numbers. The numbers for the weekly are going up all the time, which makes the numbers for the 30 days go up all also and also makes the total number go up. See, everything goes up together, okay? So, that being said, everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Come on, baby, do the locomotion. I know you'll get to like it if you give it a chance now. Come on, baby, do the locomotion. My little baby sister can do it with ease. It's easy as a learning your ABC. So come on, come on, do the locomotion with me. Da 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 Oh man, and that's I don't know. That's not the original. Um, some uh, solo artist did it first, but the Grand Funk Railroad. That's who's the one. That's the one I grew up on, and we're going back into the '70s, man. What a great tune! It was a game changer. I think that was around the time where the Six Million Dollar Man show was on. Things like this were happening, man. Man, what great times! Doing the locomotion. Anyway, A L E X A told me about that today. Full credit. It's like birth of the song on today. Back in the day, locomotion. Enjoy. Good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Yeah, good girl, Bodie. Good, good girl. Good girl, Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Yeah. DeanBodie.com. 800-878-9698. That's the Bodie hotline. That's the Bodie check-in-with-us line. Come on. She's the boss. She's checking messages. Leave something fun. Leave something cute on there. Some little something that you can just get out of your system that we can work with. Let's bounce off each other. Hey, you want to talk about Super Bowls? Fine. You want to talk about, oh, God, here he goes, the candy that I forgot. I forgot another one. Did candy episode. I think it was two episodes ago. I keep beating myself up over all of a sudden guess what pops into my head now and laters now and laters goes way back because you can have one now and you can have one later oh and these things were man you had to kind of work at these puppies you know they weren't mushy they weren't like hard as a rock unless (laughs) some of them get stale 
if you can't, you got, they don't last forever and they get a little kind of crunchy. They're not supposed to be kind of crunchy. So those went down a little rough. But basically, they were kind of as you had them in your mouth for a while, they would soften up and then you could start working on them. But man, they had grape and all the great flavors. I remember when they came out with this chocolate. They were all just chocolate flavor. It was okay, but, you know, there's about, I don't know how many, seven or eight of them in each pack, and you just kind of get a little monotonous. You need that tang. I needed that tang. I needed that. I was the kid that went to the ice cream man, got the big string of long bubble gum and grape, and I would just shove the whole thing in my mouth one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. 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 Blow big bubbles. Big until all the flavor was sucked out of this thing, all the flavor was drained out of this gum to where it was just like eating wax. Then I would toss it and see how far you could kind of spit it out of your mouth. That was the next trick. <laughs> okay, so that's the candy I forgot. The now and later, which kind of falls into what came a little later, the starbursts and stuff. But now and later is going way back. Love them. Love the grape ones. So that being said, I had, to, I had to fix myself again with the candy thing. They keep popping in my head like a crazy person. So uh, we're going to take a little bit of a turn right now. And now uh, we sung the locomotion song. We might do that again a little bit later. And we're going to go down. This when I was a kid growing up in Florida. This is around Fort Lauderdale area. And... Uh, I worked in all the restaurants around town. Within a few mile radius, I pretty much hit them all, almost. You know, you go from one, you quit, or something happens, and you jump to the next one. And it was kind of like everybody was like hiring back then. It was unreal. So I worked at this place. We're going to go from Mr. G's Pizzeria, and then I'm going to take you over to Family Oven. That didn't last very long at all, and I'll tell you why. And then we're going to go over to the Shrimp Boat, (laughs) <laughs> the shrimp boat right by the drive-in theater over there, all right, around Margate, Florida. And we'll start with Mr. G's. As much as I could save this one for last, but what a great time I had there. Mr. G was a character <laughs> in himself, and uh, he was a riot. But I was working in the back in the kitchen as a dishwasher. And this is an Italian Italian restaurant. I believe it was Italian seafood and uh, if my memory serves me correctly, homemade croutons, hand-tossed pizza. The pizza guy was right up front. Everybody could watch him. And let me tell you about a pizza guy named Francois. This guy, oh, I'll put him up against anybody. I don't remember exactly where he was from, but he had some serious skills. Now, when you make the dough, okay, and you dump the dough out, and you got to cut it into large, medium, and small dough balls. But you got to knead them first. And the way I used to do it is slam it against one hand and fold it in, right? And grab. Slam, fold, grab. Slam, fold. Until you kneaded it enough, and then you twist it. Boom. Put that on the tray. And then I would brush that with olive oil after they fill the tray up cover it with saran wrap and put it in the walk-in cooler so it could proof 
and then it would be ready for pizza pie. So Francois could do two pizza balls at a time with one hand with the other. The one that I had to use both hands, this guy was rolling and he was kneading and turning two at a time on the counter and then he would twist them, boom, two to my one and he would just blow me out of the water. I'm watching this guy. He could stretch and he could twirl and he could toss it up in the air, catch it and spin this pizza like I've never seen anybody spin it before. It's not as easy as it looks. Trust me, I've made pizzas before. You pull too hard, you rip it, your fist goes through it. Or you can do this kind of move where you kind of pinch your way around the edge and then you can slap it back and forth and then you do a couple and then onto the, onto the board if you're not going to get too carried away. The good ones, they start that stretching. They'll do a couple back and forth, and then they start tossing, and they start spinning. But Francois could not only spin it, but that thing would, would keep going, would keep going for a while, and it would get bigger, and he would make it to like a large pie or whatever size he wanted. Francois, if you're out there, you were the greatest pizza guy ever. So, but I would wash the dishes. Now, let me tell you, this dishwashing job was not easy. Why? Because... The little tins that they use for, like, the parmigiana, okay, or the spicy mitzabola, okay? You know the Italians with the spicy mitzabola? I grew up Jewish. We do the spicy matzabala, okay? So, that being said, washing the dishes was not easy because these metal tins for the parmesan dishes, which, if you don't know, it's got cheese all over it. They melt it all over it. They put it on the plate so it looks all beautiful and cheesy and whether it's eggplant parmesan or eggplant parmesan or you can pretty much parmesan anything okay but getting them back as the dishwasher let me tell you something about this we got one sink with the soapy water you got the other sink with the clean rinse and you got the other soaking sink that has this packet of like enzymes or something in it that would eat away some of the caked on, baked on food, like this hard cheese. It was a nightmare to clean these things. And they used a ton of them. And you got your little scraper. And you're doing this and doing that. And then when you get all said and done, oh, my favorite thing about the dishwashing thing was you had the thing with the handle that would shoot the water and you'd spray down the dishes. That was your one opportunity to look cool. Whether you did or not, I tried to have some style. Step back a little bit, spray off the plates before you put them into the dishwasher because that's the right way to do it. I was a pro. Two dishwashing jobs in my career as a dishwasher. Maybe, I think it might have been three. Yeah, I think it was three, um, but uh, it was three. <laughs> but you do what you got to do, man. And um, so... You spray them down, then you put them in the dishwasher, slam the door closed, and the automatic dishwasher would do its thing, come around the other side after it did the, the drying cycle, and boom. Then you could put the dishes away, and it was a constant flow. And you would let those tins with the soaked-on cheese and all of the stuff that was so difficult to clean, you'd let them soak in the enzyme water, whatever that stuff was, 
just I'll get to it later. Because it interfered with just, let's just spray and push and slam. Spray and push and slam. Then it was fun. Or, you know, rather than diving into all of this scraping and all, you kind of just, it was one of those things. Now, Mr. G was a stickler. Not only did he walk by you once in a while and give you a goose and scare the daylights out of you, I'll just leave it at that. Um, anyway, God rest his soul, Mr. G. And um, I had some great times at this place. But um, <laughs> he would check all the dishes and the pots and those things you got to scrape. He would go and recheck all your work. Because the pots were hanging up from the ceiling, he would come and do his little Mr. G inspection, looking around, and say, why is that on there? Wash these three over again. Oh, thank you, Mr. G. Or here's these six little tins back. You missed that little speck of cheese in the corner. Got to redo these. The dishwasher always gets done last in the entire restaurant. Got to wait. You're the one that takes the last bit of garbage out. You're the one that does this. And on and on it goes. But we made the most of it. We, <laughs> back in the day, we would take a little, uh, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I'm just saying. Somebody said one time uh, a six-pack of Heineken or whatever once in a while would make it into the trash can as we wheeled it outside. I don't know. Somehow... By the trash can, there used to be a few six-packs of beer. I don't know. Maybe someone gave us a gift. <laughs> because after work, before I get into this, we they would set us up. The busboys and uh, the dishwashers would get set up by the pizza guy and the cook, Nate. I remember. And uh, these guys did a great job. <laughs> Some of the funny stuff was Mr. G would come in and... Check out the sauce. And Nate has been working as a chef for forever, working for Mr. G, I don't know, over 10 years. And But Mr. G would come by, do a little taste. Don't you think it needs a little more salt? And Nate would look at him and go, no. And Mr. G would go, okay. <laughs> and these two had an energy back and forth. It was, it, was com it was a comedy show. It really was. But they would set us up because they would ask us, to go into the walk-in and get a rollatini, which was like a, a, a veal rolled over uh, in some spinach or something like that. And they would all be kept in the walk-in. Go get me, I need this, or I need uh, some of this. And whatever was in the walk-in was a setup sometimes, not all the time. Uh, sometimes it was legit, they really needed it. But you go in there, and then all of a sudden, the pizza guy, the cook... And they'd go in there and there would be like a slugfest. The lights would go out in the walk-in and it would be a slugfest. And then they would fly out of there and go back to work. And it was such a closed environment, that little kitchen. But this is how we got through it, man. This was so much fun. We would go out after work uh, to the Fort Lauderdale Strip together. When Nate got his brand new Toyota Celica, this thing was gorgeous. Red. Um, back in the day, this car was, it was the bomb. And we would take that car down to the strip. We would put in tapes like from like Nazareth. Now you're messing with the son of a... <laughs> and it would go into that and all our favorite uh, uh, rock and roll tapes, man. And go down to the strip and, you know, some wine in the back, a little this, a little that. And we'd go down there and we'd be ready to go. 
you know, we're talking in the 80s, man. This was just like, it was unbelievable. The mindset back then, it was just such a good time all the time. But shout out to Mr. G's Pizzeria. So much fun there. The dishwasher, Francois, the pizza guy, Nate, the cook. Man, and all the waitresses and everybody there was so awesome. <clears throat> Great memories from there and nothing negative to say at all. And so from there, um, I worked at a place called Family Oven. Now, I got this job from a good friend of mine. His mom was from Germany. She worked there as a waitress. The people that owned the place were Greek from Greece. Big time. And if you ever work for the Greeks... They got a little temper, okay? So, I came from busboy. Okay, I know what I'm doing. And I used to race the other busboy over at Pier 441, okay? We would race each other. Nobody was faster than us. When I got to, after a few jobs later, made a round, when I got to the family oven and worked for the Greeks, all of a sudden, I was slow according to them. Let's go, let's go. You gotta get this table. We gotta get going. People are waiting constantly on you i mean so that job lasted maybe i don't know a couple of weeks of getting yelled at in my ear all the time bye-bye that's my family oven story not a very good one but you take the good with the bad and i rolled over to a place called the shrimp boat as a dishwasher now <laughs> this one it's got a couple funny stories attached to it Got the shrimp boat, you're back. It was a nice, quaint, little, um, you know, seafood Italian kind of place. And I was back, of course, way in the back as the dishwasher. And um, I would also come out once in a while and help um, with the uh, a little bit of the bussing if they needed it. Or fill some waters. Or collect some plates if they were done. This kind of thing. And uh, I remember going over and filling the water glasses at a table, okay? Now picture this. When I'm going for the glass over here, the pitcher is going like this as I'm reaching, okay? Not paying attention. The ones that are close are easy. There you go. Hope you're having a nice time. Oh, hi, how are you? Okay, this one over here, you're going for it to grab the glass in between like two people without sticking your elbow in someone's face, but I remember doing that, and as I was pouring the pitcher, I mean, I was grabbing the glass, this arm was going up, and the ice-cold water went right in this lady's lap. She flew out of the chair, gave me a whole big one, two, three. I turned about 50 shades of red. Not good. That's one shrimp boat story. The next one is, <laughs> as I'm collecting some plates one time, and you got, remember, you got knives with butter all over them, and you got food and... You know, people leave their not quite all the way eating stuff and all the forks and knives got gook and yuck on them. This one happened to have a ton of butter on it and whatever. So I'm, I'm grabbing the plate, okay, and I'm going for another one. And this plate was tilting when it shouldn't have been. Fell right down this lady's shirt, all full of butter. She flew out of the seat. And she gave me a big one, two, three also. So needless to say, I don't know, that job, I didn't stay there for very long. But I don't know what the energy was with that place. But it wasn't that great. Family oven, shrimp boat, lessons learned, helped me grow up as a kid. Thank you so much. 
It was awesome. Anyways, bouncing around and working for all these different places. And Mr. G's has a huge place in my heart, big time. But that being said, she's a good girl, Bodie. She's the best girl in the world. Yeah, she's the good girl, Bodie. Yeah, she's the best girl in the world. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed. Man, I hope that you enjoyed the Casey and the Sunshine Band Weekend. I had so much fun playing all those songs. I did Boogeyman at a place called Studio Bakers. It was one of my show times that I did. Uh, and my boogie band. And we had the trumpets and the whole thing. And we sang Boogeyman at a high level and did some damage. Because I'm your boogeyman. That's what I am. I'm here to do whatever I can. Be at early morning, late afternoon, or at midnight. It's never too soon. Unreal, I'm just giving you a little boogeyman teaser because if I'm going to do the whole thing and really blow it out and show you guys, it's going to take a little warm-up in the right outfit. <laughs> okay, so stay tuned for that, and that's how we're going to do it. Um, I hope you're having a great time. Remember, DeanBodie.com is the website um, where we got the link for the podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. We have the social link for the YouTube channel, D-E-A-N-B-O-D-I Space Show um, is the YouTube channel. Let me tell you, 800-878-9698, the Bodie hotline. Call, leave a message. Dean at DeanBodie.com is the email or go on the website. Put your email there. Become part of the list. We can do it back and forth. And remember... You're going through the anxiety, depersonalization, derealization. The world is, a, I know it's a stressful place right now and all that, on top of what it already is with your normal day-to-day, but just keep, keep moving forward, okay? Get yourself out of your comfort zone and do something you haven't done yet and start making some new connections with your nervous system. I'm telling you that one thing, I have a one, two, three, but I just want to say that one thing today. Because that is going to be a game changer for you. And be consistent about it. Just push yourself into something. And um, your body is an amazing thing when you put it in the right environment to fix itself. So, have an awesome day. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Come on, baby. Do the locomotion. Have an awesome day. DeanBody.com. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to click the like. Don't forget to ring the bell. Because you don't want to miss any of these shows. This is real life show. This is real life stories. This is the real real. Keeping it real at Dean Bodie. Give us five star review if, or a five star rating and a, and a nice review in the podcast. It would be great. Our numbers are going up weekly. I am so excited. We're going to keep the stories coming at you daily because life comes at you daily. DeanBodie.com. Have an awesome day. Bye now.